This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The Fed is hinting that there might be a rate increase when they meet in December. Uh, Stock market looked like it was going to tank when Trump was winning Tuesday night. Uh, But after his speech, it rebounded in a huge way. Bigger than China. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that coming up in a second. Steve Dace is with us. Steve, what, what, tell me, is there the possibility, because I think we should consider this, that we have been completely wrong, is there the possibility that Donald Trump becomes Ronald Reagan? I think we should absolutely consider the possibility we've been completely wrong. Now, I, I, will be, I will be surprised if we were wrong. And I think what we're seeing in the transition team indicates we're not. That this is material and because it's inconsistent. I mean, there, there is no consistent strain in who is surrounding him other than, did you help me get to where I'm at? And if you're progressive Rudy Giuliani over here, and if you're evangelical pastor's kid Mike Pence over here, you help me get to where I'm at. So find a way to kind of work together. I mean, Reince Priebus, when he opens his mouth, the Republican machine we all hate comes out in every last syllable. So you're going to go on camera and eat the crap sandwich on TV, and Bannon's going to be my Rasputin in the dark room over here calling the Svengali shots. I mean, these two guys have literally nothing in common other than they both help Donald Trump get to where he's at. You believe that Bannon, talk radio saying Bannon is okay. I, you know, I've met the, I think I met him once briefly, been interviewed by him twice on Breitbart Radio. All I know is what I've heard from other people. And all I've seen is what I've watched and witnessed Breitbart News become since it essentially became symbiotic with Trump. And, and I don't think, and I'm someone who used to be a regular reader, I don't think I've shared a link or clicked on a link at Breitbart in like nine months. I, I just got so disgusted by what I saw that it just, it literally became dead to me. Same with Drudge. I can't remember the last time I visited Drudge as a website. I just, I can't handle it. Um, so I just, to me, I just look for news and other sources. Yeah, hey, so we are. So, um, you just don't think that there's a chance. He I think there's a chance. I, I Listen, my worldview starts with God raises dead people to life. Right. Okay? So, I, then I, so to quote the great prophets at Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> I'm saying there's a chance. Okay? <laughs> there is a chance. But I, this is why I think we should step back and let it play itself out. Now, I think the early returns are mixed at best. And the pressures, the real pressure. What do you disagree with on his appointments? Um, I, I, first of all, I wouldn't have Rudy Giuliani anywhere near my administration. Why is that? Uh, because he's, he's the ultimate progressive Republican. That's why. I mean, well, I, no, I think Chris Christie is, but he's a close second. He's a close second. Yes. I, I think, I think the, the dynamic t- t- between Reince and, and Bannon is terrible. Uh, it strikes me as trying to split the baby in half. And this is often, as someone that's worked on a lot of campaigns, this is why businessmen are often the worst candidates. Because they think it is like running a company, and it is not. You know, a CEO can't coin money. A CEO can't command an army. A CEO can't compel you to do something lawfully or unlawfully against your will. A president can. And I think that is where it's, it's, not, and it's not the same. It's just because Steve Kerr is a great coach of the Golden State Warriors doesn't mean he can coach the Dallas Cowboys, guys. There's some skills that transcend, but they're totally different pursuits, different personalities, different activities. Uh, you know, and not, to, and not to mention, Trump hasn't always been successful as a manager. He's filed multiple bankruptcies. He's had several failures. 
It's not the same at all. And so when I see the previous Bannon thing, this is what it looks like to me. It looks like, hey, Reince, your, your reward is you get to go out there and be the guy on camera and you're going to speak to McConnell and, and, and Ryan down there on Capitol Hill. And I'll be Nicholas II over here in a corner dark room while Rasputin is whispering sweet nothings in my ear. And we'll essentially have our own little management team over here deciding which of your ideas we'll veto and which we won't. Who's actually in charge? The last thing someone with Donald Trump's temperament needs is to have the people facilitating him in an uncertain chain of command. I mean, when you, when, when you are as mercurial and capricious as he is, then the people around you have to be ironclad certain. You know, it's a little bit like in football. If the head coach is not Mr. Game Manager, then the assistant coaches need to be real X's and O's people. And if the head coach is an X's and O's guy, but not Mr. Light You Up in the Room when he's recruiting athletes, that means the assistant coaches have got to be in there and woo mama and, the, and, the young, and, and their baby boy on the recruiting trip. Trump is not Mr. X's and O's guy. He's not. Well, so someone else has got to do that. Well, who is that right now? I mean, you kind of have these two towers of Mordor here between with Reince and, uh, and, and uh, is Reince's Isengard and Bannon is Mordor. They have literally nothing in common other than they have a common, you know, sentiment with Donald Trump that you can't run a government that way. Government is not like a business. It's but, not. but he's he's going to try to run it. I mean, one of the most amazing things I saw yesterday um, and I said this wouldn't happen. This couldn't happen. And it's happening for him to ask for top secret clearance of his children. They are denying that, by the way, I believe, um, for what it's worth. Well, that's good. Yeah. Do you believe it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, it sounds the initial source last. was an unnamed source, and I, there's some way, there's some reason to doubt it. I, I think, say. I think, I think, with stories like this, guys, we're going to have to. I think we're not dealing with a level of, shall we say prudent communication we've ever seen from people in power before. I think we're going to really have to sit back and wait until the final deed is done. Because if we react to everything these people say, we're all going to have coronaries. We're going to be like, this is the big one, Alice, by the time we get to 2017. (laughs) So I think we need to just sit back. I think we have to like wait for them to actually sign the waiver before we react to the story like this. Because I think they will seriously just throw crap out there all the time, see if they can get away with it, see what 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 the backlash is, and then say we never really meant it. It's been my experience. Again, I've had a lot of experience in politics. I've never seen anybody govern differently than they campaigned, ever, ever. It is who they are. That's what my problem was with with Donald Trump. He would say, I'm not this guy, but your whole life shows that you are. You don't generally change. Not unless something transcendent changes. Unless there is a pivot point. Yes. Something big happens in your life. And then you're like, I'm not that guy anymore. Is there any chance, you know, becoming president of the United States is that moment? I mean, <laughs> it is a possibility. Right? I it think is. It's unlikely, There's a possibility. No, I, I have to tell you, I think, uh, you know, I was thinking about that when, when, you know, the next morning Donald Trump woke up and I thought about it that next morning. What must that be like to wake up? And it's one thing to have your wife roll over and say, well, good morning, Mr. President-elect. It's another to then have the Secret Service, the apparatus, the everything start to change around you, the weight. I mean, Truman said he felt like the, the earth, I'm sorry, that the moon, the sun, and the stars fell on his shoulders when he found out he was president. Mm. There is a chance that that changes you, a big, a big chance. I think there's also a difference, gentlemen, between winning the presidency and being the president. 
when, when your life is defined by Maslow's hierarchy of needs, as Trump's entire yes. existence has been, yes. he has received now the ultimate self-actualization. Yes. Right? But here's the question. Next May, when the headlines are done and the, and the parades are over and the Organization of American States wants a nine-hour meeting with their emissaries in the White House, does he really want to do that? Not a chance. Does he want, or does he want to be down? Does he want to be teeing it high and watching it fly at the Mar-a-Lago with, you know, some Hollywood starlet? What would he rather be doing? I think that's, you know, I, I had somebody offer me a job in New York City a few years ago, and I tried really hard for it. I really wanted it. It was dry time in New York. I thought it would be the greatest thing for my career. And then when I got back home and waited for them to make the decision, I recognized that what the commute would be like, the changes would be like, moving my family to New York City, how different the values were. And I realized, you know what, I think I wanted to win this job more than I wanted to do the job. I wanted someone to come to me as a guy and give me that helmet sticker and say, yeah, you got this accomplishment. But did I really want to do this when all the trades wrote about it and all the accomplishment stuff was done? Did I want to do that job? And I wonder if Donald Trump has truly considered, does he actually want to be the president? Does he want to do it? And that's why the people around him, who I think will really run the show, that's why it is so important. I have a guy who works here now, um, John Schreiber, who is brilliant. He runs my company, and he said um, he's been asking people uh, as we restructure everything, what do you want to do every day? And people will say, oh, you know, like me, he asked me, well, I you know, want to do the radio show, want to you know, be able to talk and make a difference and everything else. He said, no, 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 no. What do you actually want to do every day? Mm-hmm. That's very different. And people don't ask themselves that question. They, they think of the accomplishment, I want to go and do this, I want to be here, I want that job. But they don't necessarily match it with what they actually physically think, oh, I'd love to just do this every day. Mm-hmm. And they're very different things. And I think Donald Trump okay. in May may find that. He may not. He may love this. But he, he doesn't strike me as the guy that does like to be sitting in the office at the late night meetings, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that's why people like Bannon are so critical to make sure good guy, bad guy. Because if indeed Donald Trump is the guy who says, I don't want to be there all the time, he will put it on the shoulders of Rasputin. Well, and this is why, what is the value system? This goes right back to where we started the conversation, guys. I mean, this is not a company. You're not selling widgets. The goal is not to end up in the black on a P&L statement. You're, you are governing a free people. And sometimes that means you're going to make decisions that are unpopular. And, and, and so is everybody in on advancing that value system? I know that we look back now on the Obama years, and we look at over 900 Democrats in the legislative branches across the country who lost their jobs under his presidency because of the voter backlash. I will guarantee you, though, Almost none of them would ever publicly say they regret it because even though he did it by hook or by crook, he did more to advance a progressive worldview into our government than any human being has in the last century. And, and so therefore, that's why they got into government, to advance that value system. They're on board with that. That's why they never, ever fought back against him, even though it was costing them seats in their own, in their own legislatures. What is the end game of the Trump presidency? What is making America great again? What is the vision it of might what be, that would be? You think it might be fascism? I think that my fear is that our side is going to embrace authoritarianism because they saw Obama get away with it. I think there were, and I hate to say this, but I think there were a lot of older white people that sit home and watch Fox, Fox News all day 
that got really justifiably angry at the last four years of what they saw Obama do. And they said, you know what? We need to go get our own version of that. Well, then did I, did I help cause this? I think we, you know, you know I, I think we all have, to some extent, played a role in this. I think so. Too. We're self-governing people, so there's no one, you know, yeah. nobody's absolved from it. I think that I, I've looked at some of the rhetoric I've used, that we have to win right now, or we're on the precipice of history. And I've wondered, what is a sense of urgency, and when am I actually feeding into the sort of panic that causes people to embrace Do you think anybody on the left is starting to feel this way? Do you think they're self-examining like we are on the right? Uh, they soon will. First, they got to do their fake Tea Party astroturf, get rid of the electoral college crap, which is just clickbait to raise money, basically. When they get done with that here in about six to eight months, we get into year two or three of a Trump presidency. I, I bet you they'll have a newfound respect for separation of powers and limited governments in some way. Yes, I do. It's interesting to me because the New York Times came out this weekend, and this is what they expressed to me. When they invited me up, 19 editors from the New York Times editorial board were there. And they wanted to know who we were, what, what is really happening, what's caused this, mm-hmm. uh, what their role was. They were very, I thought, introspective. And they said at the time, we know we have a problem. We're not connecting with the American people, and we need to change that. They came out this weekend and said that. I think there is some, there is some movement in trying to be better. I said to Judy Woodruff on PBS on the panel I was on this week, I said, Judy, where I come from, a dad who thinks it's a bad idea to have another creepy dude go into the bathroom next to his young daughter in the women's bathroom, that's called a parent, not a bigot. There's a whole other country out there. You guys don't even interact with it. You, you lecture to it. Yes. And so as a result, look they, down said, at it. they said, let's go find our own person that can smash these people so that we can at least get our, star- our side of the story out there. And I think Trump wisely capitalized on that. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you Steve very much. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper Mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget. $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.